Hello, and welcome to The Bittersweet Life. If you're new, I'm Katie Sewell. I live in Seattle. My co-host, Tiffany Parks, is in Rome. Normally on the show, we explore life, and life abroad, and how the decisions we make affect us for good and for bad. And as a community of listeners over the last six years, we've been exploring Italy and Rome, and how to sort out what you want from life, and how to take chances, and how to move away, and how to come home. Together we aim to live a different life. But now, today, we are in a different and unique position as people living in the epicenters of a worldwide pandemic. Seattle is where the first coronavirus death occurred in the United States, and Italy, where Tiffany is, is in total lockdown. Maybe you are too. Let us keep you company. Let's explore this difficult time together. The good and the bad of it. Okay, on with the show. Welcome to Rome. This is The Bittersweet Life with Katie Sewell and Tiffany Parks. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. And today we are in our homes, Tiffany in Italy, <laughs> Katie in Seattle, mm. you wherever you are, likely in your home as well. But Tiffany, yeah, you were feeling a little... Um, stir crazy today and I was feeling pretty stir crazy a couple days ago I'm still working from home although um, mostly on things that don't pay a lot of my contracts are starting to come to an end so you know a fearful time for many <sighs> yikes we have this show and we, we have other writing projects etc but even still it's hard not to get a little stir crazy from time to time uh, definitely as we wait out coronavirus 2020 so we were thinking, or you were thinking, that it would be fun to give some tips of ways that you've found to keep yourself entertained. Yeah, it's more than keep yourself entertained. I feel like it's like to keep yourself sane, almost. <laughs> sane, yes. Yeah, because I'm really personally feeling it today. I'm feeling just, I'm a very, you know me, you, you all, everyone listening knows me. I'm a chipper person. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm very optimistic. I'm very positive. I don't let things get me down very much. But today I was, re I've, I don't know what it was. There was nothing out of the ordinary that happened today because every day is the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know what, what it was. Just today, I, I think, I do think part of it was the weather. It's just been drizzling nonstop and just very, very low, dark gray sky. Even though I couldn't go outside and enjoy nice weather, if there was nice weather, I could go out on my balcony and have a cup of tea, and I can't do that, and so it makes it even worse. And I know that there are people who are much worse off than me in the sense that they have a hard time coping with things like this. Like I said, I'm a pretty resilient person, so there are probably people who are, are really, really struggling right now. Particularly, I imagine, people who work alone, who live alone. Well, I was also thinking, too, there are so many different living circumstances that you could be in. Yes, yes. For instance, if Derek and I had not moved from San Francisco to Seattle this summer, hmm. we lived in an apartment that faced in such a direction that maybe you might get a hint of a beam of sun from time to time, but most of the time it didn't get in the sun. It was, in, it was shady and all the windows looked in the same direction. And I was thinking 
wow, that would have been just different. Just the orientation of where your apartment is can be a totally different experience of not only can you not get out in the sun, you're not getting any anymore. Totally. So you were feeling a little down. This illness might break your cheery spirit. Yeah. Go on. I, I kind of, from the very beginning, started to sort of come up with things to do, not just things to do to like keep me busy, because quite quite honestly, when you have a little kid running around, that child is just going to keep you busy by definition. So it wasn't so much that as it was things to do to try to make this period as pleasant and as least crazy making as possible. And of course, I have my personal list now that I've come up with, but like you said, everybody has a different living situation. Some people are living al single and living alone. Some people are married and have huge families. They might have like five or six kids or one kid like me, or maybe it's just a couple without no kids like you guys, or maybe a few roommates. So obviously my ideas are not going to work for every single person, but I thought I would share them anyway. And of course you add your own because you're, you're in a similar situation to me in that yes, you were married, but you don't have kids, but you also have probably a lot of, a lot more work to do, actual work to do than what I have is because my office is closed right now. I have the ability to work from home when my office decides to reopen, but for right now they're closed. So that's a difference between us. You might be doing ongoing work. I'm working, but I'm not doing work for my quote unquote day job. Mm -hmm. And also you are used to working from home. Obviously, when you work from home, you, you go out, you take a walk, you go to a coffee shop, you meet up with a friend, you go out for dinner. Mm -hmm. So it's different. But still, people who work from home, I think, are a little bit more used to like the being at home all day sort of thing. Yeah. And so maybe a lot of the stuff that I'm going to say to someone like you or to someone listening who's a freelancer who works from home might be like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, try, try me out and I'll just roll my eyes if I need to over here. Well, the first one, the first one was that I, I thought to myself, I came up with was, you know, make sure to drink enough water during the day because I, when I go to work, I bring my little steel water bottle and I fill it up a couple of times. And so it's sitting on my desk, like it's just right in front of me while I'm working all day. And so I'm constantly drinking water. When I'm at home, I don't have that visual reminder to drink water all the time. So I haven't been drinking enough water. So use your water bottle, make sure you have it like wherever you are and just See, I don't even have it with me right now where I'm sitting. <laughs> I should go get it. So that's one thing. And these are going to be all over the map. Like I didn't make categories. So like these are going to be all different sort of things. That's okay. Disorder is, is the name <laughs> of the game right now. Okay. Right, then I'll go with it. I won't try to put them in order. Yeah. Another thing that, I, that I've been doing right from the beginning, which is in the morning, I get up, I get ready and I get dressed as if I were going to work. Now, there is a slight difference in that. I dress a little bit more comfortable, comfortably. <laughs> like I'm not going to be wearing like a dress and tights. Yeah. Probably not even going to be wearing jeans. I'll have some kind of sweatpants on or yoga pants, but I'll like put a sweater on and earrings. I'll be like half dressed, but definitely I'm not in my pajamas. Yes. I also have started putting on makeup every morning, which is something I never do on the weekends unless I'm like about to go out somewhere. But now I, I get up, I get dressed and I put makeup on immediately. And I'm not saying that everybody has to do that, especially the guys listening. Unless you want to. <laughs> Unless you want to. This is just something purely like if you are the type of person who likes to be put together and not everybody is, then don't stop doing that just because you're at home. 
Because you will pass a mirror once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, and what about Claudio? Does he sort of like this effort that you're putting in? He Honestly, he hasn't. I don't think he cares. I don't do it for him. I do it for myself. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I was just thinking today, and I, you know me, I don't wear makeup very often. You don't need to, Katie. Sometimes I will just because I'll either be listening to something that I want to listen to more or I'll think, oh, yeah, I'm going to bring it up a notch today just because because <laughs> I, I do that anyway because I work from home is I try not to I try to like put on real pants every day. Uh, it's the same rule I used to apply to Derek when he was working from home that you have to put on real pants at least three times a week just to make sure. <laughs> but I was realizing today because I don't use a lot of makeup and so I don't go through it very fast. Mm-hmm. I don't replace it very much. And I was realizing today, depending on how long this draws out, I might not have any left by the end of this yes. whole thing because I already am kind of at the dregs. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> and, so, and so, yeah, I can join you in that effort, but only for a limited time. All right. We're probably all in the same boat on that. Right. So as far as other health things, it depends on where you are in, in the world, obviously. Some places, even if the city is or the state is on lockdown, the rules can be a little bit stricter or not, depending on where you are. So in Rome, in all of Italy right now, we cannot go for long walks. We can go for very, very short walks, even though that's legal. It's kind of looked down upon a little bit, even if technically you can do it. So I try to go out. I would like to go out every day. I don't go out every day. But even if I do, it's like very, very short. And when you think about how much you move during an average day, even if you have a pretty sedentary lifestyle, I do in my normal life when I'm not under quarantine, I do go to the gym pretty regularly. But with with the exception of that, I have a pretty sedentary lifestyle because I drive to work, I sit in at a desk all day, I drive home, then the work that I do outside of my day job is either writing or taping a podcast. So I mean, it's just everything I do is sitting down unless I'm playing you know, with my kid or making an effort to exercise. Even still, just the time that it takes to walk to and from your car, up and down the four flights of stairs to my office, into my son's school and back out again, and just you walk around, you're going to the store, you're running errands. So like when you're inside all day, I think you really, we don't probably even realize how much less we're moving than on an ordinary day in in which we're not even going to the gym. So I'm doing this for myself, and I I have to say I've been really good at this, and I'm proud of myself. I am exercising every single day. And you have to come up with something that works for you, but I think it's important to do it every day if, if you're on quarantine, unless you have the ability to take long walks, and then, hey, that's great. But if you're stuck in your house all day, you know, it's not about losing weight. It's just honestly just to keep your body normal, <laughs> healthy. One day I do yoga and then the next day I do floor exercises. And I think that that has helped a lot. Yeah. And you were talking a couple of weeks ago about routine. Are you doing these things kind of in a similar pattern every day? Obviously, you get ready when you wake up, but are you following a pretty rigid routine? I am not super strict. At the beginning, I was like, I'm going to be really strict about this. This is what I'm going to do at nine. And this is what I'm going to do at 10. I've let that slip a little bit, which I think is is a good thing, probably. But I do try to keep some semblance of schedule. And so like I always work out in the afternoon around, it depends, four or five, something like that is, is usually when I'm doing my workout. And it's usually the same time that Claudio is doing a workout with Aurelio. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, so that's like my time that I have to do mine. So yeah. So I, I am keeping a routine, like a loose routine, I should say. 
Mm-hmm. Speaking of routine, I think it's a good idea to try to keep a consistent eat and sleep schedule, mm. right? So that you're going to bed around the same time at night, every night, and getting up around the same time as well. Because I just think that that's a healthy thing that can easily slip if you don't have somewhere to be. Yeah, I get that. It's interesting, though. I don't know if you're having the same problem, but I am finding that I'm getting to the end of a day and I'm so tired. Yeah, me too. Really tired. Me too. I looked at the clock before and been like, it's seven o'clock and I feel like I could just immediately fall asleep. And, And so I keep saying to Derek, I'm probably going to go to bed a little early tonight. And last night I said that I'm probably going to go to bed a little early tonight. And he said, like every night? <laughs> and I'm like, Man, I arrive at eight o'clock, nine o'clock. I'm so exhausted. I'm sure that's stress or grief or any number of other things that are just wearing out the brain faster mm-hmm. during the day. But man, it's been hard for me to stay awake. We were supposed to do... Derek's made every night into a different kind of night just to try to keep it interesting. He put together a calendar of... Oh, I love that about Derek. <laughs> I know, he's so good. So last night was supposed to be craft night. Oh, and, cute. <laughs> and so we, but we made dinner and then we were both sitting on the couch. We decided, oh, well, during dinner, we'll watch something just to take a break. And then I looked over at him after we ate and I said, do you really want to make crafts right now? I'm so tired. And he's like, no way. <laughs> God, that's hilarious. But we did manage to do Wednesday game night. Oh, that's fun. We did manage to do Taco Tuesday. And we did do Movie Monday, but I did fall asleep during the movie. So I sort of did Movie Monday. I think that's a really great tip. And the whole time we were watching, he was like, you better stay awake. I'm not watching the end of this again. And I'm like, I'm trying. I'm trying. (laughs) That's a really good suggestion. I love that. Like, So do something to make the days different because it's so hard when the days sweep together and it I I hate it personally when I don't know what day it is it bothers me Mm. my way of doing it is I have like a little bullet journal which is basically just a blank journal that instead of like having an agenda that has dates in it you put them in yourself and it's like more freestyle and so I now like have my day and every single morning I write the date I write what day it is and I write my to-do list separated in different sections of types of things that I do. It's just a reminder. Okay, today's Tuesday. Like, <laughs> but I like your day. I like your idea better cuz it it's more fun. Well, and one we haven't done it yet, but one that's coming up is which I think is good as far as it will really make an evening different, mm-hmm. you know, cuz I think a lot of us are defaulting to let's watch something at the end of the day. I'm so tired. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to do a candlelight night, which essentially means oh. candles only. I mean, the real point of candlelight night is that you don't use any technology. Mm-hmm. If you're going to entertain yourself, you're going to read, you're going to write letters, you're going to do something that does not involve electricity. Just have a conversation. Have a conversation. Yeah. If you haven't like killed your partner yet. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this will be the important conversation that keeps you both alive. Yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I love that. Okay. I'm going to, I really, I think that's like the best idea that we've heard so far tonight <laughs> was your right is this yeah way to go Derek really nice can I add one thing since you mentioned your bullet journal this mm-hmm. is not something I'm doing but this is something that my sister is making her kids do which I kind of love is she's making them write a COVID-19 pandemic daily journal 
I love that, actually. For kids, particularly. Yeah, it's a historical document. Well, it is. The time you lived through this historic moment. Yeah, it is historic. So every day they have to write at least a few paragraphs about what happened that day. That's actually, on, well, what, what's on my list is keep a journal, which I haven't been very good about. No. That's one of the ones that's on my list, but I haven't been doing. I mean, I love the idea of keeping an actual, like, COVID-19 diary. Pandemic journal. Diary of the time I lived through the plague. So I love that. Um, yeah, maybe I'll start doing that too. That would be easier than just being like, okay, I'm going to journal about my thoughts, which, you know, sometimes can be a little bit overwhelming. Yeah, you're like, why do I want to read my depressing thoughts? You should read what I wrote the other day. You're just like, oh my God, get <laughs> out of the gutter, my, my Lord, which is part of the reason why I wrote it. I knew I had all these like terrible fears sort of lingering. I'm like, I'm going to just write down every single thing I'm fearing right now. Well, that's good. You get it out of your head. You're not supposed to go back and read it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, supposed that's to ever true. read it. <laughs> um, so despite the fact that I, a lot of these things are contradictory, <laughs> um, I'd say keep a consistent sleep schedule. But I also wrote down here, catch up on sleep. <laughs> because it's like hell if you can if you're not someone who's working from home like teachers right now I think are probably working just as much especially if they have kids as they were working before my friend who's at home now she's a teacher she's a school teacher and she has two kids who are in different grades not the grade she teaches so it's like she's helping them do their work she's doing her own class so I'm talking about people who maybe like are off work like myself or who are just doing less work or whatever those first few days that I just didn't set my alarm clock. Oh my gosh, it was such a totally different world. Because even on the weekends, we don't usually sleep in on the weekends. I'm just now starting to get up a little bit earlier, but for a good week and a half, I was sleeping in sometimes as late as 8 a.m. And it was, it just felt so good and it felt so right. It wasn't like when you wake up really late and you feel awful. I've slept half the day, oh, I feel awful. I really let my body just rest as much as it needed to and wake up when it was time to wake up. Most of us at least are saving the time of our commute. Even if you have to be at your desk at 9 a.m., at least give yourself that extra half hour or an hour to rest, at least at the beginning, that is good. And I also wrote, this is another contradictory one. So I wrote, indulge in things that make you feel good. We need to be kind to ourselves right now. Yeah. That could be anything from taking a bath to, I don't know, what other people do to feel good. Uh, <laughs> organizing your book collection. Organizing your book collection. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be fun. But on the other hand, I also wrote, don't overindulge in things that will make you feel bad in the long run. Yeah. Because when I first sort of went into quarantine... I kind of had that mindset of, oh, this is such a hard time. I totally deserve to eat five cookies right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I totally deserve to do this or to eat that or to have an extra glass of wine or, or whatever. And I started to feel bad after like a week and a half of eating really crappy food and just eating whatever I wanted. Mm -hmm. felt physically bad. And so I just reminded myself, hey, there's no reason. It feels good in the moment, but it's actually not, not going to make me feel good. And if the point of getting through this time is to try to do so as healthily and as sanely as possible. Like overeating or over drinking is not ideal if you can avoid it, obviously. I wish I could experience a cookie like you experience one. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. <laughs> 
Uh, I like cookies. (laughs) What can I say? I know. Tiffany's always been such a fan of the cookie. (laughs) I remember one time when we were in the very early episodes of this show, we used to always tape it at my house, my apartment in Rome, and I'd make tea. And, you know, if I didn't have cookies, which I usually didn't, Tiffany would bring some over. And I remember (laughs) you asking me and saying, really, you just drink tea without any cookies. And and, and up until that moment, I had never considered eating cookies while drinking tea. (laughs) Maybe because it's a European thing or something. uh, It's not something I really associate with the two together, but okay. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Cookies and tea are just the perfect combination. It's made in heaven. Yes. Okay, another thing, this is another feel-good thing, but it's also, I think, the reason I put this on this list was because for those of us who are living with a partner who we maybe don't usually spend this much time with, I think a lot of people can relate. It can be really hard to be suddenly cooped up. And it, and it also depends like on the size of your home. If you have a very small home, the heart, smaller your home is, the harder this is. Mm-hmm. But it's very easy to start fighting a lot, arguing, bickering, resenting, And so I put on my list, have sex with your partner as much as possible. Because I think that it does help you like sort of during the day, be a little bit kinder to them. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but I put that on there. So that'll go into the indulgent things that make you feel good. Sure. Okay. Then to do something that's not quite so fun, but I think is helpful. I put on here, like do one cleaning project per day. Now, there are some people who are out there like cleaning their entire homes from top to bottom because that's how they handle stress or whatever. Uh, I'm not one of those people, but I do try to do one thing a day. Today, I'm going to like take my couch apart and vacuum the whole thing. Mm. Windex, all the mirrors or all the windows. Nothing too overwhelming because I don't like to clean, but I like to have a clean space. So I just say one thing per day. To keep your space clean. Do you have a certain cleaning task that you actually enjoy doing versus one that you hate doing? Um, I like washing dishes, mm. even like by hand. Tidying up the kitchen, putting all the things away, getting the kitchen nice and tidy. I like to do that. I like to hang laundry. Folding it, not so much, but I like to hang laundry. I don't mind vacuuming at all, but I hate dusting. I absolutely abhor Dusting and deep cleaning, cleaning bathrooms, the deep cleaning of the kitchen, any of that deep stuff. I hate that. So this is another one. Set doable goals for yourself. If you are working from home full time and raising kids full time and trying to feed them and trying to get them to do their homework, do what you've got to do. But if you have a little bit more time, if you're completely open day because I know some people are in this situation whereas they have no work and they have no kids and so it's like the day is just this kind of big gaping hole set yourself one goal a day that's something that you want to do it's not something that's very unpleasant but like let's say you've always wanted to organize your bookshelves or whatever it is set that for yourself write it down and do it and I because I think that the accomplishing of even some really small goals does make you feel good and since the point of this is to feel as good as possible I would suggest that and again just doable is the key word because you don't want to have a really long to-do list that's completely unfulfilled at the end of the day that's not going to make you feel good either and yeah and I would say read just maybe a little bit a day reading is such like a great way to just decompress and to get out of your own head and to go somewhere else and I know that there are virtual book clubs 
which to me would be a great thing to do right now. I haven't found one, but um, I think that would be a really, really fun thing to do. Because then you could have the sense of connection as well, talking with other people about the book you're reading and feel like you're connecting. Well, you could get it together with just another friend of yours. Yes, totally. With you the want... online meeting. Yeah, totally. We could do it on this podcast. That's right. Um, but that would maybe be off topic, but Very. maybe for a mi- mini episode. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but yeah, and on that same note, there are lots of online things that people are sort of putting together right now because they're out of work, and they, but they still want to offer what their expertise is. And so I've seen cooking classes. I've seen yoga lessons. I've seen virtual museum visits. I think if you look for stuff, you can find stuff to do virtually, at least, that will make you A, feel connected, and B, learn something, take up some of your time. And, and then I think this, these last few ones are really the mental protection, mental health protection things. I would say limit your news consumption as much as possible. I've just started to do this, and I think it makes a difference. Give yourself a like, okay, I'll, I'll let myself browse the news for a half an hour a day or a half an hour in the morning and a half an hour in the afternoon if like you really need it. Mm -hmm. But not every time I pick up my phone, I scroll Twitter or I scroll whatever news site you look at. And oh my gosh, it just, for me personally, just puts me in such a bad mood. Yeah, There's no good news out there right now. I mean, it's very, (laughs) very few and far between. So why, you know, obviously I understand that you want to keep on top of how things are progressing and, and that's okay. But again, that can be very quickly done and you can move on. You don't have to be constantly looking at it all day. And I would also say to keep your phone off for at least part of the day. So what I've been doing is I try to turn it off by nine and then I don't turn it on in the morning until nine. Turn it off at nine at night and then you don't turn it on. Until nine in the morning. nine in the morning. Yeah, but you could do like 10 to 10 or more or less or whatever. But just the idea is like when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is not picking up your phone. Yeah, yeah. Give yourself a couple of hours before you go to bed without looking at your phone. And if you use your phone for your alarm clock, a lot of people say, well, my phone is my alarm clock. You can put it on airplane mode. And it's also really good just in general, in normal life, not to have your Wi-Fi signal on like by your head all night. So I put my phone on airplane mode all the time. Even if I use it until right the moment that I go to bed, I still, when I go to sleep, I put it on airplane mode just to protect myself from that. But so you can have, if you like really need to have your phone by you, you can have it, just have it on airplane mode. That way you won't get any calls and you won't get any texts and you won't be able to use the internet. So yeah, that's good. That's my way of doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it. Meditate. If you're a meditator, if you're into that, I find that that's been really helping me I just meditate every morning and I use a meditation app. You don't have to, but I use it because I like the sound. It like makes sound like water falling into a cave. And I just have my phone on airplane mode. If you think, okay, I want to meditate in the morning, but I need my phone. It's not a problem. You just keep your phone on airplane mode. You can use your app anyway. And then what I do is I just put my phone to charge after I've meditated and then I get ready and I get Aurelio up and we go have breakfast. And I, it's crazy. Like, especially compared to how I used to do, I don't even think about it because it's just not around. It's in the study, it's charging. And sometimes I don't even realize until like 10 a.m. that I haven't turned my phone on yet. And that makes me feel better. Yeah, that's great. I would also add in in that kind of idea of trying to have more stillness. This is I've been doing this. If you're a person who reads at 
breakfast time while you're eating you kind of scroll through or whatever i've been reading a book then instead mm-hmm. and i'm also even though it's kind of colder outside right now i'm also opening the windows yes. for part of the time during the day even if it means that i'm like wearing a blanket mm. while sitting next to an open win- <laughs> open window but fresh getting air. like some fresh air hearing the birds is helpful yeah definitely I think the fresh air is more important than we re- we know it, but we don't think about it during the day because it's something that we're always in contact with because we always go outside at some point in the day. And when you don't go outside, like when you don't put your foot outside for like three days in a row, not even onto your balcony, it's like, ah, why do I feel like this? Oh yeah, because I haven't actually breathed any fresh air and 72 hours because you haven't dusted in years you hate it so <laughs> no don't worry my husband dusts <laughs> claudio is a neat freak yes, so i is. kind of lucked out on that that's a, b- a blessing and a curse for sure yeah, um, <laughs> the house is clean but at what cost <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we want to hear your tips if you have any of what you're doing to stay sane and productive even if it's just sleeping all day or making home videos, whatever it is that you're doing. And remember that a week from now, we will be doing our day in the life episode. And I was going to get together a list of all the people who had sent it in and tell you where they were from so that we could solicit people who are not from those places to see if we can get even more uh, representation. But if you want to be a part of that show, it's going to be a super fun show. We've heard from people all the way from Italy to Alaska If you want to be a part of that show, share a moment from your day, record yourself on a voice memo on your phone, and just record your first name, where you're living, and just something that you're doing that day. Something that you did, or something that you're currently doing, or something that's coming up. Whatever you want to tell us, but we're kind of sharing just moments of everyone's day from all over the place, including moments from our day. So it should be a pretty fun show. So get it in. Just record yourself short, sweet, and then send it to bittersweetlife at mail.com. Bittersweetlife at (laughs) M-A-I-L.com. Or if you forget, you can go to the contact us page at thebittersweetlife.net and we will tell you where to send it. Perfect. Can't wait to hear those. I know. The ones that have come in so far have been so fun to listen to. It's just fun to hear people in different places, you know, in different backgrounds. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that as well. Running a little low on men right now. So you boys listening, send us your voice memos. Yeah. Well, I guess we're going to leave it there. All right. Well, hang in there, everyone. We'll have another special show for you on Thursday, if not before. Hang in there. It's okay to not do anything, too. That's fine. I don't have to have an alarm clock because I have two cats cats that refuse to sleep in during this period of time. I don't know what they're so urgent about, but apparently the wet food is just too good. <laughs> so we'll leave it there, as you said. And until next time, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. Join us again. Bye. Thanks for all the ways you support us. Give us a good rating on iTunes, maybe five stars if you like the show. It will help other people discover that we exist. Thank you. You're the best.